Welcome to Inside the Upside Down on the Mike Ricksecker audio journey on MikeRicksecker.com. Ghost box and other apps and devices of this nature, otherwise known as the episode in which we lose half of our regular viewership. Coming up next, welcome to Inside the Upside Down. Yeah, we're going to be talking about ghost boxes tonight, and we know how many of you know how we feel about that. We've talked about it here and there throughout various different episodes, um, but never actually done as a topic on here. And, um, well, I mean, it's a controversial topic, especially when you're heavily involved in the paranormal field. A lot of people use them. A lot of my friends use them. And so to speak ill of them, of course, is not going to sit well with a lot of people. But, you know, I, it's something that's come up a lot because um, a lot of people do use them. And so I thought we'd just get it out there and just, you know, tell people what we think, why we think it. There's some um, reasons behind it other than, I mean, yeah, for one, yeah, the noise. Yeah, obviously, the noise sucks. Um, but there's some other reasons as well that aren't just like, dude, I hate the ghost box. You know, it's it's deeper than that. Um, but we have some things to get out of the way first. A little housekeeping to do. And that has to do with this guy back here. <laughs> Say hello to Ichabod Cranium. <laughs> So what it came down to, there were uh, about 100 votes out there. Last time I looked, uh, it was like 97 votes out there, and he Ichabod Cranium was by far in the lead on the names. Next up was Slim. Um, it was a lot closer earlier in the voting process, but then it, Ichabod Cranium just broke away, and uh, he became the winner. So um, my condolences to Yorick. Um, I liked that one just because of the Shakespeare Hamlet reference, but apparently Tom McNicholas has named his skeleton Yorick. So I actually voted for York. Did you? I did. So did I. I like it. I, I, like it. I did. Although you do have half credit on the name for this. I kind of do. Like, I don't yeah. know who came up with Ichabod, but I was like, maybe we should stick like a cranium on the end. Because Ichabod Crane is like. Right. And it worked so, perfectly. You know, Ichabod Cranium. So, uh. Yeah, so Ichabod Cranium, there we go. That's that's his name. And so, and of course, we have Ghosty right down neck, there next to him. And so we've got, um, we're developing a plethora of characters here. <laughs> it's an inside joke. It's an inside joke, but there's an old video with, yeah. All right, in any case... Um, oh, um, they're telling me your mic is off, which, okay. Better? Better. Okay. It's probably best to keep it off. <laughs> well, I have to have I mean. it off for the first show. Otherwise, there'll be some feedback going back and forth between the two. So. And I was just saying we could call him Icky for short. Icky for short? Icky. We could. Um, yeah. So, but Shauna does have a half naming credit on it. So, there we go. Um, and she said, if you didn't hear it, that she did vote for Yorick. I did. Yeah. And then she threw plethora out there when i said plethora, plethora. <laughs> it's a plethora mike uh, it's an there. inside joke so but it was from a video a few years ago now 
Uh, in any case, okay, they're saying it's better now, and I'm sure, and I'm sure the stream is better than on Edge of the Rabbit Hole because we don't have Skype in the mix. I'm sure it is. It looks perfectly green down there. Yeah. So we're gonna we're gonna look into some additional uh, remedies for that for Edge of the Rabbit Hole because that's our that's our primary focus on Edge of the Rabbit Hole. All right, so let's get into it. Um, the ghost box. Yes, the noise is definitely one of the reasons why we don't like the ghost, the ghost box. But there's uh, many other reasons um, as far as like the, the technology behind it and, and things like that. So what I wanted to do first um, before we get into all of those uh, different reasons um, is I wanted to go ahead and, you know, people who have already commented um, and even sent videos, <laughs> um, I wanted to go ahead and uh, throw those up there first. Uh, let those people have... Um, they're fair shake in it since, um, you know, some are viewers, some are friends, like good friends. So um, <clears throat> this one is from Thomas, a viewer of ours out in uh, Germany, or maybe pr pronounced Thomas. Um, that's how we pronounce it in German class. Um, so yes, ich spreche ein bisschen Deutsch. So Thomas, uh, he says, I have a recent case that's still ongoing. It's about murder. I also used the PSB7 there. I've previously said that no name should be mentioned. In the analysis, I heard a first and last name. I gave the analysis to the client. These confirmed the first and last name. It was the friend of the murdered man who died only a few streets further from the place. We knew nothing about that. Also, there was a lot more to this case, which came from the spirit box and turned out to be true. So he was addressing our last video in which we said we we're going to be talking about this topic. Um, so I do appreciate the, the feedback, Thomas. Um, and oh, just uh, I guess another reminder, this is the part two of our why series. So the first was why we investigate the paranormal. This is why we don't like the ghost box. So and um, I need to bring our chat back since I clicked off that screen over there. Um, yeah, there you guys are. Um, all right, so Pamela says, missed your shout out. Actually, I didn't. It was, uh, your, your shout out was at the very end, Pamela. Um, and I know because the stream was really far behind where we were actually at, the three of us, uh, me, Vanessa, and Chuck, it probably cut off at the end. And so I do apologize for that. So, because there were some last moment shout outs in there and you were one of them. Um, okay, so um, that is uh, Thomas's um, testimony. And so let's go and um, let's bring up Adam Tillery's. Oh, I have stuff that I'm still head up over there. Okay, so. Yeah, Adam, I'm not going to play this whole video. I'll play parts of it. Um, but this is from Adam Tillery in uh, Creeps Ghost Commandos. Um, and the first bit of this is at uh, the Mineral Springs Hotel, which uh, we investigate a lot up in uh, what we call Molly's Room. Are you okay? I'm okay. Is there a woman in this room that did not come upstairs? There's a guy that just said I did. Hmm. It was yeah. What's your name? To the guy we can't see. What did you say your name was? Rex. I heard yeah. 
Rex, huh? I heard Brent. Wow. Well, it responded on cue. Alright, thank you. Tell us why you're here, Rex. Oh, could you hear that? No, I could see it. Oh, I was going to say, I'm sure you could hear it. I... Uh, no, no, no. Yeah. So, yeah, I had us muted when we were in the video in case we said anything while watching. Um, <laughs> what you looking at me for? I did, and I'm looking at the screen. <laughs> Let's be honest now. Okay. okay. Um, yeah, so in any case, that was, uh, yeah, that was a um, video from Adam Tillery. He sent it to me last night. Um you know, it's kind of, you know, his, it's kind of his defense of, of the ghost box and I, and I get it. And you know what? I have a lot of friends that, that use the ghost box. Um, it's a heavily used item within the field. Um, but Shauna and I choose not to use it for a number of different reasons. And it's not just the noise. Yes. The noise is terrible. I hate, I hate the freaking noise. And I know that there's, you know, things that you can, you know, plug them into now, like the portal and all that is supposed to take out, um, you know the uh, uh, you know all of that noise and only give you the voices and things like that, but it's it's not just that. There are some you know technicalities back behind this, and you know Shauna's over there being a, a, a good girl. I know she just wants to rip right into it. You're like Mike, you're beating around the bush. I just want to tear right into these things. I'm not so much concerned <laughs> about the ghost box as I am all the apps out there. That that's a totally different story. Yeah. <laughs> we have friends that use those too. So I'm going to try to be as nice as I can. I'm not going to single anybody out or call anybody out by name. And I'm not going to blast anybody or call you names. Right. But so. I'm just, I'm just curious as to if you're just for entertainment purposes or if you're just uneducated about how it actually works from a programmer's or a IT person's standpoint. And then I want to hear your views on why you're still going to use it afterwards. There you go. There so you that's go. my argument. So I do also want to throw out there real quick that we are uh, without uh, Donna, our Cheshire uh, cat, who usually pulls our questions into there, puts them all nice and bold uh, for us to grab them while we're doing Inside the Upside Down. Of course, our chat shenanigator, Shauna's right here with us. So if we miss questions, we do apologize because, um, you know, we're going to be talking and then I'm, I'm going to miss stuff. So um, I hope I'll be able to catch them. Uh, but that's why. Uh, we may miss some. So, okay, so let's let's get into it. So a ghost box, what is a ghost box? So a ghost box basically is a uh, modified radio. Um, it is ba basically, it's been set up, it's basically broken into the point where it's just cycling many times per second through a number of different frequencies. Um, yeah, it generates a bunch of white noise as it goes through a bunch of different channels, and then you're getting pieces of voices from you know, channels in there as well. Sometimes I even hear a little song bit uh, thrown in there for good measure. That's not the spirit singing to you, though. Well, no. <laughs> um, so, but apparently, you know, you've seen it on all all the shows, you know, and I, I, 
I have this vision in my head of Zach holding one of the things in his hand and say, you know, and pointing at use your energy to talk into this and so we can hear you and understand you. Um, and so, you know, my question has always been, how does a spirit use its energy in order to, you know, speak through a radio that is cycling many times per second? Like, you know, you can speed it up, slow it down, but the average is about 13 times per second. So we're getting a little technical. What's radio? So let's get into, let me bring this up. What's radio? And there's, yes, there's me <laughs> screaming at the noise because the noise does suck. Um, all right. So AM radio transmission. So basically, you know, there's a, there's a carrier wave that's, that's carrying um, the, uh, the sound. that's going to carry the, the uh, radio signal to a transmitter or a uh, receiver somewhere. This is going to be the transmitter side. So you talk into a microphone. It goes into the modulator on that carrier wave. It puts it together, sends it out as far as it can go. Um, AM is uh, amplitude modulation. And on the other side, okay, the uh, the pink there on the right-hand side is this combined wave and your voice. So um, it's a uh, an electric signal from the microphone that's mixed into this uh, wave and is combined into a radio signal. And on the other side, bring it up, oh, that's actually FM. So very similar thing, um, but it's uh, FM is frequency uh, modulation. So um, different concepts basically doing the same thing. On the other side, on, uh, oops, let me get rid of that. So on the other side, when it picks it up, I'm, I'm just not going to win with that background. <laughs> uh, but basically, on the other side, this is everything it has to do on the radio side to to pick up the uh, to pick up the signal. So you have an incoming radio signal goes through the antenna that's there. Um, you know, it goes through a uh, an oscope. It's mixed. Um, you know, all these different steps that has to go through before it gets into the actual speaker, which you hear. Okay, so all these different things have to basically transform the signal into the sound that we actually hear. So what's the actual signal that we hear? Yeah, we got that too. So I'm gonna go back real quick to, okay, this pink thing on the right-hand side, in order for the radio receiver to be able to pick up a voice it's basically going to have to be sent as a radio signal for it to pick it up so a ghost or a spirit is going to have to basically sound like this It's not very pleasant. Now that is that is is one signal one signal on one frequency. So if you're going to have something say multiple words, this thing is cycling thirteen times a second, 
and I can get out parts of a word. I can even get out a whole word in a second, but this is going 13 times a second. So you're going to get like bits of words. So basically the ghost speaking in a radio signal is going to have to do that over multiple frequencies. And I just don't know how ghost does that. You know, I, I, I'm not sure how the afterlife works. I just don't think we speak in radio in the afterlife. I don't, I don't know if you think we do. Well, I think we know what I think. So, um, Mickey Dole says, I don't disagree with your point, Mike, but is it impossible for a ghost to pick up on the signals? Um, I mean, could a, a ghost hear a radio signal? I, can, I think it could probably hear a radio transmission as in, you know, the process that we hear, you know, where we hear, you know, through a, I don't have a little radio here, but we hear it, it come out on the other end. I mean, it may even hear that signal um the bleep 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 you know through the air i just don't think it can speak in that because that is what it would have to speak like in order on the correct frequency multiple frequencies in order for the receiver to pick it up and generate a sound from that and i just don't think a ghost does that i, I don't think it speaks in radio I mean, it, ha it has to it has to speak as a radio signal. And that's one possibility here. Um, that's if you think the ghost is speaking in radio. The other possibility is um, that it's manipulating the device. Okay. So if it's manipulating the device, how would it manipulate it? Well, okay, let's think about what it does. It's cycling 13 times per second. And it's going to what choose um what it picks out to throw at you i mean really what, what comes out are little bits and bites um you know there are pieces of words or sometimes whole words um i've i've heard music over them you know um you can you can tell it's radio um so in order to manipulate it it would have to choose what it's going to present to you in order for a ghost to be able to do that, in order to manipulate it and choose what it is going to present to you, it would have to know what's coming up next. And, and you know, it would have to be outside the realm of time. Um, because I mean, it's going so damn fast, you know, it would have to know what's coming up next in order to present it to you. So it would have to know everything that's going on at every station and say, I need this word. I, I need, somebody has to be saying my name. <coughs> and be like okay well um 107.3 has my name on it so i'm going to choose that because it's coming up make sure that the ghost box goes to that and throws it out there and i just i, I don't think a ghost can do that either because now it knows ahead of time what's coming up it knows every single station so that's you know. what happens when you die you become psychic all of us <laughs> And there's the argument for the ghost box right there. We're all psychic. And there's no way to prove that without dying first. So there's the argument. That's the winning argument. We've lost. Well, okay. I mean. I know. I'm such a bitch. I am so sorry, <laughs> you guys. I'm just. 
I am such She's a containing good. herself. She really is. You, she you actually no debated idea. about not coming onto the show tonight uh, because we do have a lot of good friends that use them, and and we don't want to you know slam our good friends. Um, this isn't about. This isn't about. You guys can investigate any way you want to. This is just, just why we don't use these things. I just want to put some honesty <laughs> in the field. I just do. I just want to know the mindset behind people that use devices after finding out how they really work. So if you know that it's no longer, and I'm not saying just, I'm not saying the ghost box. I'm not saying all ghost box occurrences are bullshit. I'm not saying that. I'm not. I'm definitely not saying that. Um, ghost apps, yes. But those boxes, no. I'm yeah, not we'll saying get, that. We'll get to the we'll get to the apps uh, in a little bit. My, yeah. my question to everybody who believes in everything that everybody tells them, device wise or whatever they see on TV or whatever, um, if you are fully educated about how it works, the programming behind it, the the how it's made, how it's programmed, how it's whatever. Once you know that, and you continue to use it. Why are you still using it knowing that whatever it spits out at you is really realistically no longer legitimate evidence? Do you use it just because paranormal investigating is sometimes boring to some people because you're sitting in a quiet building for eight hours talking to yourself and watching dust fly by, waiting for something to happen and you just want it to happen so bad that you'll believe anything that happens because you are gratified instantly because it happens on TV that way. <laughs> Instant gratification on TV. I want that too. So, well, and it plays well for TV because on television you need that immediate response. You know, it's so that plays really well. And I, I think a lot of times, you know, it becomes easier out in the field, uh, especially when you're doing a live investigation and you're on the spot to try to make something happen. You don't have the luxury of recording a bunch of audio and going home and listening to it when you're doing a live investigation you know we'll do burst evp sessions you know when we do live investigations you sometimes know, we'll, we hear stuff sometimes we get stuff without anything yep yep that does Just happen you me and a recorder yep in the building that's it um you know i'll, I'll give an example of a, of a bad incident that happened on a <laughs> uh, on a live investigation and we're we're in a cemetery this is you know um this is a few years back and um, was not with shauna um, Thank God. <laughs> um, it was the same night that the question was asked. You know you're dead, right? No. Um, that was that same night. So we're, we're out there in this cemetery, and um, you know, we'd gone live, did introductions, all that stuff. So SB7 was, was brought out. And a point was made that this SB7 had had its antenna ripped off. So, you know, and we were kind of out there a little bit, so there weren't going to be too many radio signals anyway out there with some um so the point was made that you know with that situation antenna ripped off all of that that if something came across as sb7 it was legit okay that makes sense because you know the white noise and this is going to happen with the ghost box i'm going to play another uh, clip here in a, in a minute from john ward um that's kind of like that little you know one percent there that I, that I might give a ghost box because I'm not going to sit here and say I've never heard anything that was possible come over a ghost box. Um, there have been a couple times where I've been like, mm, okay, um, that might have been something there. Um, but in any case, in this situation, that point was made about that SB7 antenna ripped off everything, and it wasn't but maybe three minutes 
that were out there asking questions, no response off it, we're live. And this is the point, we're live asking questions, getting zero response. And there's that pressure that, you know, people are gonna stop watching if we don't have anything. If, if there's no response, if we're not producing anything, people are gonna leave the live stream. Oh shit, we can't have that. And so away goes the SB7, out comes the old hack shack. It's picking up all kinds of radios. And I mean, I could hear music on this freaking thing, you know? <laughs> and boom, 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 suddenly we're getting different responses, you know, supposedly. And it's like, okay, yeah, made an excellent point about the SB7 being busted. Right, and then so, like three minutes later, you go into that. It's so like, if, if someone's going to impress me, it's going to, with that, it's going to have to be with just the white noise. Like there is absolutely no chance in hell for a radio station to come through. There has to be like zero chance. And then if something happens, I'm all over that. <laughs> Yay SB7 or whatever it was. I'm sorry, I'm laughing. Diane Hilbert says, doesn't it look like the skeleton's crotch is on fire? That's what I was going to say earlier. <laughs> he's, got a, like, he's got a red hot poker over here. <laughs> that's what I was going to say. I'm like glancing over every once in a while. You might notice because I'm like worried that he's going to burst into flames. <laughs> Ichabod, man, you got it going on, dude. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Um, Candy Orton says, all things are possible within the realms of limited knowledge of the unknown. So who says yay or nay in the unknown? I'm very curious. Well, and you know, that's kind of always the, that's always the kicker with any of this is, um, yeah, with the paranormal, you could say all things are, are possible. I mean, we've used, we've said that ourselves many times, uh, when it comes to this, you know, I mean, shoot, I have, you know, I believe in reincarnation, you know, mostly because of, you know, the, the connection with Shauna, although I've had some things in the past that, you know, made me consider it before my upbringing told me not to believe in it. Um, but, you know, I also have been playing around with this stacked time theory where everything is you know, completely concurrent happening at the same time, past, present, future. So if that was true, then reincarnation could not be possible. So there's all kinds of different theories that are out there. And you're right. We, we don't know, you know, how precisely it works. So um, when we did the uh, the thing on Valak, um, and I was, you know, posting the information within that video of all the different, you know, uh, demon lore and all that, um, you know, there was a guy that tried to rip me on Twitter saying that, well, you know, you, you know, you can't prove that a demon is, is true, that, that they actually exist. And, you know, my retort to that was, well, you can't prove that they don't exist, you know? So yeah, there's always that, you know, big question mark that anything's possible. But as it stands today, um, I don't think that ghosts can speak in radio and I don't think that ghosts are outside the river of time. Um, I do believe in different, you know, planes of existence, you know, um, you know, because I've had some different interactions with that. I don't know if I, I'm pretty damn sure through those different planes of existence, they couldn't necessarily speak in radio or alter things over time or whatever. Um, I, I just don't right now. So um, let's see what else you guys are saying, because I've kind of held on to the chat here a little bit. Um, all right, so let me go ahead. Um, yeah, they're saying Skype sucks. They're talking about Skype down there. 
Um, yeah, and Candy also says, so as far as getting feelings, senses, how can one say this person is right and this other's wrong when everybody perceives differently? I'm all about feelings. Yeah. I mean, I, when you talk is, about that, yeah. I, I believe our bodies are our best tool for investigating the paranormal. Hands down. That, and that, this is an organic thing. It's not a ghost box. So. Yeah. Um, so, um, Dustin's saying he sees your point. I don't know which point, excuse me, that was. Um, all right. So I'm just trying to check the chat here since we don't have somebody throwing it at us. Uh, this evening, unless you want to pick that back up, Candy, that would be great. <laughs> um, all right. So I did want to throw out there kind of like the one. Can I just hit that arrow and go all the way down? Okay. Um, Sean Oldsmith, Mike, I was saying before Spirit Box, they used TV. Um, well, radio predated TV, so I'm not sure there <laughs> um so i wanted to play this clip from john ward because this is one they're using uh, ohio paranormal syndicate they were using an sb7 and i don't necessarily believe that this voice actually comes across the sb7 if it does it's within the white noise it's not the cycling of the stations because this thing lasts a while um and so it's not picking up any of that radio chatter these you know parts of words you know that get you know kind of pieced together and, and stuff like that um that almost give you like a little bit of a phonetic soup to try to get your head to, to make a word you know this is something and it's actually hard to make out the words but it's definitely some phrase or sentence of some sort um and like i said it's either within the white noise or it's a disembodied voice while they're doing an, uh, a spirit box session so it's very interesting um so let's go to john where's your clip here it is. Do you have anything that you want to tell me? All right, I'm gonna play it one more time for you guys. Do you have anything that you want to tell me? Okay, so that's a clip from John Ward, Ohio Paranormal Syndicate. You know, it's uh, it sounds like a male voice, um, kind of deep, maybe almost menacing. Um, kind of, I mean, and it just might be the way that it got recorded. Um, but you know, it's there's an SB7 that's going on, but I really just don't think it's coming across it traditionally. It's either through the white noise or um, or it's the disembodied voice, one of the two. So that's one where I'll chalk it up to, um, that might be something, you know, and, you know, and I will say most of the evidence that we pick up is kind of like, that might be something, you know, it's just because we, you know, have a, have a moment or an incident or whatever, it, it's not, you know, usually 100%. Yes, this is, you know, proof of the paranormal. I mean, we, you know, and it was <clears throat> kind of throwing an example together earlier, like this. This is not a ghost detector, okay? It's a, it's a K2 meter, picks up on electromagnetic fields. Um, there's electromagnetic fields all around us all the time. Um, 
and this picks up on the, the strength of them. You, you hear rattling, that's because the screws are inside. I had to take it apart to get the battery out. Um, <laughs> so that's what that is. Um, but there are times that we're using it out in the field where you know we're at some place that has you know absolutely no um, electromagnetic field, at least strong enough for that thing to be able to pick up. Um, I mean, even the Earth has its own elect electromagnetic field that we're within. Um, but at least one that this thing is going to pick up. Um, and you know, all of a sudden we're getting these hits, you know, for no apparent reason. So it's like, that could be something paranormal. Sometimes it seems very responsive to things that we're saying. Um, like when you recently had your incident at Mineral Springs in Molly's room, there was some weird stuff going on with the K2. So it may have been reactive to what was going on with you. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe. Um, so in any case, um, yeah, and there was Jill Nimchinsky. What about the Ovilus? <laughs> yeah, we're going to get into some of the other devices here uh, for sure. So let's go ahead and do that. We spent about a half an hour on the ghost box itself. So Ovilus. Yeah, we'll now. get to the fun stuff. The, the, the big one's going to be apps. <laughs> big one's going to be apps. But I'll take uh, Jill's question here. Uh, and um, Shay uh, also had a question apparently. Um, Candy threw up a question here uh, from Shay. Uh, do you think spirit boxes pick up disembodied voices? Um, no. Because this disembodied voice is for the spirit box to be able to pick up a disembodied voice and transmit it back. That disembodied voice would have to be a radio signal. Because that's just how the device works. Yeah. Now, it could be coming through the white noise because that's just the electric part of the device. That's not the, that's not the radio part of it. There's the electric part of it that generates the, the white noise. I mean, basically, um, you know how you're playing around with, you know, maybe you're plugging in different speakers for your stereo or whatnot, and you like touch the end um, of one of those wires, you know, that, that has you know, some power to it. And all of a sudden you hear some buzzing and crackling coming out of the speaker. You know, that's because your body is generating an electric signal right there. And it's, and so it's interacting with that. And so, um, so voices coming through white noise. I'm okay with because that's just that's just an electric signal. Mm -hmm. um, radio signal is very different, and so I, I, I don't think that um, a disembodied voice would be picked up on that radio signal uh, part of it. So, um, all right. As far as the um, uh, Mickey Dole, do you think the K2 is more accurate away from electricity? Uh, well, yeah, if there's no electric around you and, you know, because I've been out in the middle of nowhere before and all of a sudden it's picking up on, you know, all, all kinds of stuff. <laughs> it's like, okay, um, you know, that, that could be something there uh, for sure. Um, as far as, let's get back to the Ovilus, because that was your, uh, the first question that I saw and started answering. Um, here, here's, the Ovilus I have a hard time with um, as another one of those types of devices basically you know there's it's a word bank that's in a it's a little you know it's a little computer that's in there um you know that is activated by emf okay so if something around you generates uh an electromagnetic signal cell phone whatever you know it picks up on that and spits out a word out of the word bank um that's another one where i've seen zach use your energy to manipulate this device and choose a word um again I, I don't know how you know imagine you just died and somebody's holding an ovilus and tells and wants you to try to communicate through it how do you as a spirit get into that little box go through the list of words that are in there and be oh i choose that one 
Um, had this happen with an novelist one time, um, a few years back. Um, same guys as with the SB7 um, in the Hack Shack. That um, it was investigation prior to that. I got the obelisk. I'm playing around with the thing, um, not getting anything on it. I'm I'm switching between the different modes, and as I switch between one mode and another, all of a sudden two words pop up on the screen. It's like, oh, that was kind of interesting. So I do it again. Two words pop on the screen. Oh, I see. The device itself, as a switch in between modes, is generating a little electromagnetic pulse to switch from one to the other. And because the device is, you know, supposed to do that, pick up on the, you know, electromagnetic pulses and spit out a word, it's doing so. The words are completely freaking random. So one of the other guys is like, oh, let me check that out. And he keeps doing it back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And he thinks he has a conversation going on. You know, he starts throwing questions out there. <laughs> He's like, I'm getting this, I'm getting that. And it's like, you're making the device randomly choose words on itself. It, it was it was ridiculous. So the ovulus, I just, for one, I can't see how a, a spirit is going to go in there and be able to choose a word within a microchip. Um, and then secondly, you know, it's, I, I think the words are just coming up random. I, I really do. That it gets an electromagnetic pulse and it just randomly spits out a word from the dictionary. I believe the dictionary is within the ovulus, but I think that it's just activated and randomly spits them out. Um, just by watching that whole back and forth and that whole incident was like, wow, okay. <laughs> and he thought he was having a conversation. <sighs> That's the ovulus. And that was one of the vices I was going to talk about anyway. Um, Denise Pridemore saying, I don't like uh, pre-programmed words. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, neither do I. Um, Sean Gilmore says he went on a rant about his parapooch. Um, I guess I missed the rant, but it's down there in chat. Well, you have to test for EMFs in the area you're placing it. If there are no EMFs, we replace the dog. Oh, um, so maybe he's talking about, because a lot of people, because there are some responses to his parapooch. Uh, stuff that we had on our old looking county jail where people were talking about the uh, metal chair and that activating um, the responses from the parapooch because it was always like when we put one of the parapooches on the chair it would go crazy um, but we would be like not moving nobody would be doing a dang thing and then we would we would always say can we touch like the small dog or whatever and whenever we'd ask that question the thing would bark um, you know, or do the electrical noises and make a bark um, it was always just in this one room in David's room. And so people were saying, well, it's the metal chair. Well, we were in one of the cells just before that on a metal bunk, metals all around in the, you know, the cell door and the wall. I mean, just metal everywhere. And those parapooches were silent. It didn't say a dang thing. So Sean, I got your back on that one. <laughs> um, so let's see, Adam Tillery, Adam, hey. Uh, when one has a personal experience, you only have that person's single experience to go off of. With the spirit box, you have the opportunity for people to experience the same incident at the same time. Um, you have that with a burst EVP session as well. You could set up static cameras and be watching the video footage at the same time. You could each observe the same apparition walking through the same room. You could each observe the K2 meter going off. And there's a lot of things. As long as you have more than one person in the room, you guys can observe the same thing. It doesn't have to be done with a spirit box. So... Right? 
Yeah, keep going. <laughs> She's being very quiet over here. <laughs> you all, you're going to thank me for this. Really? Yeah, so okay. just keep going. Okay. Okay, Judy Wilson says, I used to like the obelisk until I found out how it works. Yeah, and that's basically kind of what I was just describing. All right. And that makes me happy. Right there. Even if you decide to still use it, you know, at least you know how it works. So you're like, oh, okay, well, so I thought it was this, but it's probably not that. So now when I'm listening, what I thought I was listening to, I wasn't really listening to. So I'm still going to use it, but why am I going to use it? And that's, that's the question of the hour for me. If you know how something works, why do you still want to use it? Is it because it's boring otherwise and you just want you're holding on to the hope that that the paranormal just happens that way or you want it to be true even if it's not or is it just because you don't care sean gilmore huff is a disrespectful asshole i absolutely agree yeah <laughs> i had that uh the steve huff Woo! question thrown at us um it was for the art bell tribute it was during the art bell tribute show and the question was thrown out there. What do you think about Steve Huff? And I'm just like, uh, 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 fuck you, Steve Huff. <laughs> yeah, that's absolutely. I agree with Sean uh, 100%. Yeah. Um, yeah, taking advantage of somebody's death like that, um, of celebrity's death, and just riding those coattails to get uh, views, is uh, that's very disrespectful. I mean, sure, there's other things that we do on YouTube to... You know that are that we know are going to get views. I, I did a Valak video. Yes, the nun was coming out. I knew it was going to get a lot of views. I thought it would be informative for people to know a little bit about um, the real demon lore behind it. And that's the difference. Yeah. You know, we're not trying to be Zach. We're not trying to be Steve. Right. On this channel, we're you, not even trying the, to be fucking famous and no, try to get a show. Even that's the making a murderer about. stuff, which is completely separate from the paranormal stuff, and is a big reason right right now while the why the channel is rising because those videos are getting a lot of views and I'm not doing it for the views. I mean, I accidentally ran into that whole thing. Um, you know, a, a few years ago, I was doing a lot more like movie reviews and stuff like that on here and watched the Making a Murderer series. Thought, I'll do a review on this. I threw it out there and the thing just blew up. And then people kept asking, you know, me for my opinions and do follow-ups and stuff like that. So I was like, you know, and for updates on the case. And so I was like, okay, well, I'll do more videos on that because uh, people are asking for it. And so, yeah, it's a, you know, it's true crime rather than paranormal, although there are, could be some relations, of course, because um, we do haunted true crimes on here. Um, but I, I did it because there was, a, like I said, I accidentally ran into it and there became a demand for it. And so I just kept following up, following up, following up. And so, yeah, season two just came out and boom, that video's taken off that I just put out. Um, but it's not for the views. Um, it's because, you know, for one, I have an interest in true crime. So do other people. Um, I've had some great conversations and debate with those people that watch those videos. So yeah, you know, that's completely different than I'm gonna throw a video out there about Robin Williams or Art Bell or whomever um, and, and get some views you know, to make my channel great. It's, it's just, it's different, it's different. Plus, plus you're just disrespecting the dead like that. So, um, all right. Um, Shay Carroll saying, I love your making a murder stuff. Well, thank you, thank you. Um, Sharon Lane saying I heard he tried to contact Bert. Um, I, that would not surprise me. 
Burt Reynolds. Yeah, that, that wouldn't surprise me at all. Um, I'm, I'm sorry, but those people are just not going to go visit Steve Huff in his in his dining room. They're just not. You know. Um, yeah. So, sorry. <laughs> sorry, buddy. Yes. I'll go into when I die, though. <laughs> um, I'm going to. You're, you will. I'll go find that man. Just say, you're a disrespectful, disrespectful piece of shit. I'm going to write on his bathroom mirror when he gets out of the shower. Be like, talk to me. Talk to me. Yeah, and there's Candy Orton. It's Huff's actions that are terrible. Trying to contact a star the day after they pass is wrong, in my opinion. Yeah, and, that, and that's kind of the deal. I mean, it's, it's a hot topic because that person just passed away. It's very different when, you know, we go into somebody's uh, home 20 years, 50 years, 100 years after the fact because um, people have seen them and we're trying to contact them. Very, very different than, you know, just right the day after. It's, it's disrespectful to the family. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised he hasn't been sued. Yeah. <laughs> Somehow. I mean. So, you know, and as far as like his wonder box and all that, I mean, it's, you, it, you're talking about a computerized box and this will lead us into the apps. All right, so the apps, the apps, the apps. You get them on, you get them on your cell phone. Where's my phone? So you get them for your cell phone. You can get them for your computer. Kindle has some. Um, a lot of different things. So, um, you know, while I leave out like a little 1% for the ghost box because of white noise and whatever the heck was going on with John Ward's clip. <laughs> you know, I'll buy into that and, one. Yeah, I'll, I'll buy into that one for sure. And, you know, it, it, there's been a couple of times I've been around some ghost boxes and it's been like, okay, that was a little weird. Um, so I'll leave that 1% for, for the ghost box. I'm just not going to personally use it because to me that's that 1% just isn't worth the time and the headache. Um, if you fire one up around me and I walk out of the room, that's why. That's why. I don't want to have anything to do with it. I don't want to yeah. hear about it. I want to talk about it. Unless someone has some kind of compelling evidence that doesn't have anything to do with radio feedback, I don't want to hear about it. At least not during investigation. I yeah. <laughs> So, no offense, and I still love everybody that uses them. I just, I just don't use them. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> that's why we don't so, use them. That's why so we don't use no. them. Okay. So, okay. Mickey Dole says the apps creep me out. Yep, that's what they're supposed to do. Absolutely supposed to creep you out. They use those creepy voices and sounds and all of that stuff. Um, it's they're not the real voices of any spirits. It's a computer program. That have that has had uh, voices or parts of voices or um, phonetics or whatever stuck into it um, that's completely manipulated. I to me, while I give that one percent for the ghost box, I will give an absolute freaking zero percent to any app because because I have it. Yeah, Shana's like go go. I'm go. ready for this. She's one. ready for it. Okay, I have a degree in simulation programming. And everything with the apps is simulation programming. Every single freaking bit of it. Um, very easy to basically have a computer program fire up, start making all the different bleeps and bloops and different noises, and we'll put a creepy voice on top of it. It's all a random number generator, every single aspect of it. So it's, you know, a random number, you get one through 100, one through 1,000, whatever, you know, to um, for a chance for this you know precise moment in time to you know play a sound 
you know, and sometimes it does, sometimes it doesn't, because it's random, and it's just running through it, you know, excuse me, and so when it does, it's like, oh, okay, now we have, um, we hit on the number that is going to play a sound, um, you know, now we're going to choose from all of these, you know, voices, and, you know, syllables, words, whatever the hells they've put in there. We're going to grab from another random number generator. We're going to grab a random one of one of those. Grab it. Okay. Uh, for the voice modulation, well, we have all these different modulators with all these different graphics effects and all this shit. Every single one of those can be randomized. So we do that. Well, okay, now we're going to randomly choose this one. This all happens in like milliseconds, you know, because our computers are so fast these days. Oops, yes, I'm going to burn us down. Uh, our computers are so fast these days, you know, I mean, you, it would take some time on like a Commodore 64 when I was a kid, when I was 11 years old and, oh and, 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 you know, programming it on a Commodore 64, it'd, it'd be hard to pull off on that. You'd probably still do it to some degree, actually, but it would be a lot harder. Um, but to, on today's technology, it's milliseconds and just random. Okay. Boom. We spit that out. And that's just you waiting, okay? That's all the just different noises it's generating while you're waiting uh, to actually have an interaction. So now you speak into the thing. And, and this is where it, um, it starts to get interesting because now um, you've spoken and well, it can easily detect because your, your phone has a microphone, your computer has a microphone. Oh, there's, there's noise coming through it. A voice has spoken. So now let's randomly generate a response. The whole freaking cycle again. Spit something out. Very, very, very easy for a programmer with any sort of knowledge to be able to do that. Um, some people have thrown out there. Well, you know, it's thrown my own voice at me. This was this was the, <laughs> this is the one that actually just clicked with me um, a couple years ago or a year and a half ago or whatever it was. Um, at um, uh, what call Old South Pittsburgh Hospital, and this kid, and he was a nice guy, um, but he's got his face in the computer the whole freaking time. He's playing around with his app. Um, he wasn't looking around at all. You know, like you know, we're in this cool, creepy room. There could be, you know, you know, shadows going on over here. There could be something going on over. There. He's not looking at any of that. Um, or picking up on anything else in the room is his face is in the computer because he's playing around with the app. <clears throat> he asked this question. I can't even remember what the question is uh, offhand. Um, he shot his own voice right back out of him. And, and it was you know, basically verbatim what he said, or at least a piece of it. And I'm sitting there like, are you kidding me? Oh, that's how this one works. So basically the way that one worked was it was taking ingesting his voice, his statement. You know, it could very easily, okay, well, we've, we've picked up, there's incoming sound. Let's grab that, clip it, make a little sound bite out of it. Again, in milliseconds. Modulate it, throw it back out there. That's the response. <laughs> They're not going to notice their own voice. Except computer programs glitch. All the time, computer programs glitch. I mean, how often does your phone glitch? <laughs> all the time and it glitched this time and did not modulate the voice so he shot his own freaking voice back out at him I don't trust apps whatsoever because being you know having a programming background being in the IT industry for shit I started in 1992 so do the math 
And I started, you know, the first bit of programming I ever did on a Commodore back in like 1985. Um, yeah, I've been around for a while. I know how the shit works. And you cannot get me to, I'm never going to buy into any app because it's way, way, way too freaking easy for any program that knows a hill of beans to fake that shit. And it, so it's a kind of like predictive text is to like, it's programmed to spit out words that are released, if not the same relevant to what you just said. If you you're, if that. you're a little bit more of a uh, skilled programmer, you could do that. You could. Yep. So, yeah, you're not, and also your computer and this phone are not designed to do what it's suggesting it can do. And these app makers are banking on you not realizing what they're up to. Yeah. And that's, that's why they're so popular because a lot of people just don't know how they work. Yeah, it's... you know, and a lot you know of them, and you know, and they and they dress it up. They make them look cool. They make them sound cool. All the creepy sounds, yes, very creepy. I, I mean, I actually like the creepy sounds. I'm like, damn, I wish I could work some of the creepy sounds into our videos because they are very creepy, cool. And that's that's the whole point. You know, they're trying to make you feel creeped out. Like, oh man, it could be something malevolent. It could be a demon. Yeah, <laughs> um, they're, they're meant to sound like that. Um, so uh, Candy's throwing a question at us from Mickey Dole. How do you feel about the SLS camera? Ah, ah, this is a good one. This is a good one because this is another one of those gadgets. The point of the SLS camera or the Kinect system that is the technology behind this is to detect motion. And so I'm actually okay with this one for, for detecting motion. I mean, that's its purpose is to detect the motion that's going on in its field of vision up to a certain number of feet. Um, and then take that information, that motion information, and feed it into the Xbox game system. And then the Xbox interprets that uh, motion into the game and your, your body's moving. It's all happening just like that uh, very, very quick. Um, so, you know, the interpreter sees this motion as a stick figure because the game has to, you know, figure out your arms and your legs and your limbs and your head and all this stuff so that your character on the screen can move. And so when you're using an SLS camera during a paranormal investigation, you're shooting it off there where there's nobody. There's, n there's nobody standing there. And all of a sudden, there's a stick figure on the screen that's moving around. And it's that is the SLS camera picking up on some sort of motion over there. Um, is it a ghost or is it a spirit? Maybe. Um, you know, it's, it's, any of this stuff is like, you know, that could very well be paranormal. Do I know 100% for sure it is? Now, if the thing, just if there was an apparition right in front of me, like, holy shit, there's a translucent person in front of me and there's the SLS camera and it's got the, the biped on there and everything well fuck okay <laughs> there it is it detected paranormal stuff um when we're looking at nothing i mean we we are speculating wow that could there's there's something over there it is detecting motion there is a motion going on over there that it is picking up because we've seen that and we have seen that yep yep so i'm cool with the sls camera so that was a good question though mm -hmm. um Tom McNicholas saying EVPs are recorded on a chip also. Well, with digital recorders, yeah. 
but the uh, what's written to that chip is the audio that's ingested from this this uh, microphone into the chip, and yes, yeah, interpreting interpreting that digitally, um, but not not always. You could use a reel to reel tape, <clears throat> and in fact, some people will swear that a reel to reel tape is actually more reliable than the digital recorders. Yeah, I've used those. Yeah. Long time ago. Yeah. I mean, that's the way they did on The Sixth Sense. I mean, that was a movie, but still, it was yeah. it's the logic behind it. And I've heard stuff on it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. The digital recorder is a lot more convenient. You can plug it into a computer, get your audio file straight off there, and um, and clip it and share with people and, you know, put it into your video and, and all that great stuff. Um, it's a lot easier to use. Uh, but, so, but a lot of people do swear by the reel-to-reel tape actually will get you better EVPs. So, um, so and Judy Wilson saying that she wants the SLS camera. Um, and so that's kind of SLS stuff there. The, um, uh, all right. So we already covered that stuff. Um, our, Thermal cameras, okay. Actually, let me get the stuff from Candy first because that would be um, that would be previous questions that I've missed. Let me show that one. Why is that? Okay. So the question is from Candy, and hey, what's what's the score of the Red Sox game? I've been missing it. Have to throw it. It's a World Series. My team's in it. They can't watch because we're doing shows. So somebody throw the score in there. They're winning five to three last I saw. Uh, David Pujols, have you used SLS camera? You've seen that person, that in person? Okay, so that's another SLS question, which we answered. Okay. So now uh, from NA, are thermal cameras reliable? That's an interesting question. Um, I've used them a couple of times. Um, I've seen a lot of footage from thermal cameras. Uh, There is a thermal camera image from the Bell Air House that is totally bogus. Um, that is a reflection off of the dining room window. Um, but it's from reliable people, though. <laughs> yeah, they try to say there's no reflective surface back there, and it's like the freaking dining room win- window is back there. In any case, um, and that's a tough thing. That is a tough thing with uh, thermal cameras is the fact that reflective surfaces can get you all kinds of weird stuff. Um, yeah, and, and there's also a display case back in there that has glass on it. So, yeah, um, that was not a real one. Um, you know, I know uh, Ghost Hunters had that thermal clip from um, um, the Samuel Mud House, which was it looked like somebody like a human just running right past the freaking thermal camera. Um, and that one, when I when I was on uh, Beyond Reality in we talked about the Samuel Mudd house and Jason Haas was on there and Haas is talking about, yeah, we had that, that thermal clip where, you know, there was a spirit that ran right by and I'm like, I never bought that clip. <laughs> to me, that was, it has to be one of the crew running by the camera. And, and you know, if Haas is, if, if Haas wasn't in on it and Grant Wilson wasn't in on it, um, Steve and all them, if, if they weren't in on that, um, then it had to be one of the crew that just and didn't say anything like, hey, I ran by the camera at this point in time. Um, I, I never bought that clip. That was just like totally somebody running by the freaking camera. Um, yeah, the the thermal stuff, it's... Um, the stuff that's come across that people have tried to point... I, I've never caught anything off the of thermal when I've used it. 
um, the stuff that people have tried to you know point out um, it's been interesting you know there's some weird imagery that you get and you're looking at it like okay that's kind of creepy looking that could be something I want to see what the real room looked like at that time um, and that's a hard that's a hard bit to do with any of the stuff that we do is that you know when somebody throws us a picture or a piece of footage or whatever we're not there at the time so we don't know what all is going on around so then it's all about trust it's all you about have trust to trust the person that sent it to you to be honest and I immediately think I'm gonna <laughs> I, 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 I trust I trust people as much as I can but um, and there are some pictures that I take that I'm like eh, nope nope oh and I'll, I'll throw everything away until somebody's like oh what's this I'm like it's probably nothing uh, were you using your flash no well, it's kind of like, well, maybe there was a crack and it was daylight. Maybe there was a crack and somewhere and it kind of illuminated it just a second and I took the shot, wasn't paying attention to the light. Maybe that's what it was or it's probably bug. I don't know. I always blow everything off. Everything. Stuff people send to me. Stuff I take. You know, everything. I don't like to do that, but I rely more on... Um, even though I can't always share my personal feelings. But sometimes I will have a personal feeling or I hear something and then an EVP will confirm it. I am all over that stuff. If someone's, you know, with me or says, I heard, you know, and then we listen back later and, oh yeah, you did hear something. It's right there. We didn't, you know, may not have all heard it at the same time, but you know, you heard it and then there it is. You know, I rely more on audio than I do on anything else. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, I just. Yeah, I mean, I, I love it when we, I do love it when we get a photo or a piece of video footage um, because people are more, usually more visual and they want to be able to see it. Um, but yeah, I mean, I've taken thousands and thousands and thousands of photos over the years. Uh, I don't know how many thousands of hours of video footage and we end up with these little bits. Um, you know, like the, the stuff that canceled grade school, the shadow person, the possi possible, I've never said for sure it is, possible apparition at the bottom of the stairs. Um, something definitely threw a pebble down there. Yeah. Yeah. So um, we can say with 100% certainty. A pebble was thrown. That a pebble was thrown yep. and there was nobody down there. I mean. Yeah. You know, there's we're that. We're talking so, about when you know who has access to the building and who doesn't. Who's on the property? Who's not on the property? There was nobody else in there. It was just no. us. It yeah. was just us. So. Um, you know, and that's fantastic when it happens, but it's so few and far between. Um, we do seem to get a lot more audio EVPs over, you know, the the uh, audio footage that we've recorded. Um, you know, and it's cool when you get that. I mean, there's some of some of it is really hard to hear. You know, it's kind of in the background. It's like I think I hear this. So you'll see in a lot of our videos, whisper. You know. You know, whisper with a question mark and those are times where it's like we we think we heard something here we think it might be a whisper we'll leave that for you guys to decide whether or not you think it's a whisper maybe it was, maybe one of you picks out a word or whatever um you know so we leave a lot of that stuff open to interpretation um you know as far as you know some of the as we were just talking a moment ago about you know stuff that people submit to us like reflective um, like I saw this in a in a mirror or a window or what have you, 
Um, I, I, I can't look at them when somebody just sends it to me. I have to be at the location. Um, and not necessarily at the time it was taken. It would be best if it was at the time it was taken, uh, but to at least go to the location and scout it out and see, you know, because maybe there might be something back behind them that could cause whatever the heck is being seen over there, you know, so. It's like, yeah. I want to see stuff really bad in pictures. I want to hear stuff on audio, but not so bad that everything that I see and everything that I hear is paranormal just because there's something there. You know, uh, yeah. thankfully my filter still works. I yeah. mean, that I'm still able to <laughs> discern what's probably really, you know, paranormal and what's probably not. So, you know, I want it to be true. I want to have some answers, you know, but not everything is true. Yeah. It's just not. And one one reflective picture I will say that was one that, that I wasn't there when it was taken, but I was familiar with the location was at the Samuel Mud House, Rhonda Dixon's photo of Samuel Mud coming down the stairs and you saw it through the mirror. And being extremely familiar with the Samuel Mud House, uh, having been there several times, um I know the layout um and what could possibly be over and it's it's Samuel Mud coming down the freaking stairs. So it's like, okay. Yeah, I just I'll believe that one. Um, I also trust. I also trust Rhonda. <clears throat> I'd like to go there. I'd like oh, that's a great there. place. I'd like to take Tammy, and I'd like to take her boyfriend, who is a descendant. Of yes, Samuel yes. Mudd. I would um, like to get a family member yeah, in there. Yeah, and he actually has the freaking last name Mud, because a lot of the descendants that work there no longer have the last name of Mud, but he does. So that he would does, be very yeah. cool. So I'd love to take him there. Yeah. So from Adam Tiller. Oh, and I missed a ten dollars super chat from Tom McNicholas. All right, it's Tom McNicholas. He says, "Good show." I know we're getting toward the end too. Tom still loves us. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Tom still loves us. Everybody else is bailed out and said, "Fuck, fuck these like, guys. I don't like the ghost box." Guys. Fuck them. Yeah, done so with you them. know what? Actually, done with those assholes. I have more problems with the the apps than I do with the ghost box. I I believe about ghost box. It, let's just say about ninety <laughs> percent of stuff I don't. You're being very good. <laughs> well, it was ninety nine percent earlier today, so we'll just say ninety percent tonight because John's thing was pretty compelling. John's is interesting. I think a lot of that stuff is. Uh, like there's a lot of times you hear like an EVP or something like that. And you're, oh, I heard that. Someone's yeah, like, oh, I just, heard that. It's it's open to, you know, opinion because not everybody hears everything's stuff the same open way. To opinion. And, and also, whenever you ask a question, your mind is already waiting for the response that you want to hear. So sometimes you'll hear that even if it's not. Mm-hmm. And so there's some times where I'd be like, well, I think I hear this, but this is probably the pre-programmed response that my brain is expecting to hear. So... Here you go. Yeah. You know, and we're not telling you how to investigate. No. That's another, that's, you investigate the way you'd like to investigate. And, you know, if, if, if you like to use a ghost box, use a ghost box. I'm just giving out information. I'm just saying this is why we don't, because this comes up from uh, time to time to time during our shows and coming up with a series on why we do different things, you know, in the paranormal, why we believe different things and what have you. This is one you know, why that just came, that was on the list, and it was like we talked, we mentioned it from time to time on the show. People ask us about it, so let's just talk about it. And, and it's going to be controversial. And I have a lot of friends who use it. And there's Adam Tillery, a great friend of mine, um, a fantastic illustrator and author uh, with Haunted Road Media, asking, "Have you researched Nikola Tesla's spirit radio? He claimed to hear otherworldly sounds." Yeah, I'm, I am familiar that he was trying to develop a spirit radio. So whether or not it actually worked to pick up spirit sounds, um, 
is another matter entirely. So we would actually have to get a working Tesla Spirit radio in order to see what the heck it's picking up on. Um, you know, for all we know, it was picking up radio signals from space, which if you've actually ever listened to radio signals from space, and Tesla would be mm -hmm. one who could who could develop something to back at that time to grab shit out of space. Um, and some of that stuff is really freaking creepy sounding <laughs> out from from um, from the universe. So, um, yeah, I know he was working on it, but I, it, yeah, as far as I know, he never really, you know, mastered the thing. Um, and nobody actually has, at least as far as I know, a working spirit radio at this point uh, that he was developing. And the government has a lot of this stuff anyway. So, but good question. That was, I, I know, I know Adam's, <laughs> he's trying to test me. So then my question to the people who use the apps, are you still going to use them knowing how they actually work? And if you are going to use them, why are you going to use them? And are you going to take whatever responses you get and believe them? I just, I just want to know. That's a good question. I just want to know. You know, it's like you go to school, okay? And you don't know how to do something. And then you're taught well taught we're not trying to teach anybody but, but but here are the facts so now you know the facts so you're like oh okay so i was probably wrong about that so now when you're exposed to it again you're gonna be like oh yeah that's that's not what i thought it was so now if you're going to use them what do you think about it now i i honestly not trying to be a bitch or trying to be a smart ass about it and be like you're wrong. Now what you going to do about it? It's not like that. I'm like honestly, honestly curious uh, for anybody that uses stuff like that, what you think of it now. Because yeah. I guess it takes you trusting me. As somebody who has a simulation programming degree, as somebody who's been involved using programming um yeah, I've, I've done everything from programming to networking to sysadmin work. I'm a DevOps engineer right now, um, deploying software packages um, to managing networks. I've done all kinds of crap in the industry. So it takes whether or not you trust me and my opinion on that. I mean, again, you can do whatever you want. You can investigate any way you want. You can use whatever device or app that you want. Um, this is just what we do and why we do it. Um, from Sharon Lane and oh, I see, uh, eight to four Red Sox, bottom of the eighth. Thank you, Candy, for posting <laughs> that. <laughs> I'm dying here. Uh, I'll be able to watch it tomorrow though, which is good. Um, Sharon Lane, have you ever used a recorder to catch EVPs in your personal residence? Some say to never do that, um, which is good advice because, um, the theory is that it invites, um, unwanted entities into your home so i've done it one time i used to do it when i was investigating at the cafe all the time did you want to see if anything followed you back i wanted to see if i was hearing the same voices in my home because of similar activities that were going on that were going on in the cafe okay so you're doing it as a to, to check right yeah and as it turned out yes yes they did follow me home so i was hearing byron's little voice in my house yep. 
Um, I've seen him in, you know, full-blown apparition. He's, I've heard his voice coming from a shadow figure in a room. I mean, yeah. So, yeah, I, I in, in that home. Mm-hmm. But uh, once I moved, no. <laughs> once I realized my kids were... Um, having experiences and I didn't want them to and this is before I learned how to kind of shield some of that away um, I stopped so it didn't follow me and anything that does happen to me happens just to me and it doesn't happen to them and they're at the age and they know what I do and stuff like that so they know that if something happens they tell me Uh, but no I do not investigate in this house or on the property yeah there's there's nothing going on in the house now um i did it one time and you guys have probably heard the story before but for the sake of those who are not familiar with the story um it was in oklahoma um kept having this incident with uh the ceiling fan where the light kept turning on periodically on its own and once in a while it turn off on its own um, and so my kids thought that i'd brought something home from an investigation and i was pretty adamant that I had not because I never you know I have sensitivities and I never felt anything in the house the only time that I ever did at that time was when my grandfather would come to visit he had um, passed away after I'd moved out there and from time to time he would come visit I knew when he was there Um, so at least I usually knew when he was there Um, I can't say for certain I knew every time he was there because who knows if he's standing across the room and I just didn't happen to pick up on him, whatever. I don't know. Um, in any case, he came to visit from time to time. So this one time, um, my son and I are getting, everybody else was out of the house, just Cameron and I, and we're getting ready to uh, leave the house and all of a sudden, pff, light turns on and I'm like, all right, that's it. <laughs> you know, if there's, you know, really somebody here you know you're gonna have to do a bit better than that okay if it's it's really something i didn't use the word paranormal uh, but there's really something going on here if there's really somebody here that's turning that light on you have to do better than that start blinking (laughs) started blinking like okay okay now i'm impressed (laughs) now i'm impressed so i actually got out an audio recorder and i placed it down and i was like okay what do you want to tell me and I got an EVP that said, don't stay here anymore. So that's the one time I did an EVP session at home. And it lasted all about five minutes. So there you go. Um, Judy, would you open a door if you used a recorder in your home? I mean, anytime you're trying to interact with spirits, it, you know, um, you know, people, people ask the Ouija board question. And it's like, you know, People use it as a tool to communicate with spirits. And I think what happens is there are people that don't know how to use it properly. So when they improperly use it, they invite somebody into the house. Well, an audio recorder is also you're trying to communicate with spirits. Um, I just happen to know how to use an audio recorder a lot better than I know how to use a Ouija board. So use the audio recorder. So at any time that you're you know inviting the spirit to come and talk to you to communicate with you you're inviting them into your home into your space so yeah that's a possibility so all right um what else you guys had 
So, and, yeah, Candy, you're right. My chat feed was not scrolled to the current chat. Um, <laughs> you're, I was behind. Uh, and that's final score, Boston, 8-4. All right. All right. Awesome. So, um, <laughs> so what did we miss? So you're saying, okay, you're not scrolled to the final chat just because I said the uh, it was the bottom of the eighth at the time. Um, so it looks like they're trying to make stuff down in there. And yes, Kathy Silientos says it could buy us a hunk of hunk of burning love. Literally, burning. Literally, he's gonna be. He's got, somebody said earlier, great balls of fire. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> flame and bones. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and there's Sean Olsmith. You better put Ichabod's nuts out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I wonder if we should get him a hat. People uh, suggested that and get him a hat. Yeah, get him a little top hat. So, and Pungai Fungai is asking, who thought of Ichabod Cranium? It's a combination. So somebody I don't even remember who thought of Ichabod. I, I, I didn't keep track of who submitted what. I know of, you know, of some that, that specific people submitted, but it was on the list. We made it, we went through all the stuff. We made a list. Ichabod was on there. And then it was you. I put Cranium on there just because, <clears throat> you know. Because of the Cranium. Ichabod Crane is already a, you know, a taken you know, name. So, yeah. Yeah. And there's Shay. Um, oh my God. I thought of HRM when talking on the show last week, people sending me orb pics and videos, me begging, please stop sending them. <laughs> you know, after we did the orb show, I did get people sending us I photographs. Did too. I, like, I, I did too. And I was like, Oh my God, do you see the face? Yeah, mm-hmm. I see the face, but I can also tell you that that's, I am 99% sure that's not a real face. I mean, it just... Yeah, it opened up a whole can of worms. <laughs> it yeah. really did. I mean, now there was one. It was in the dark. You could just barely see everything else, but nothing else was illuminated. They didn't use flash. You could tell they didn't use flash. Yeah. You know, um, you could very faintly see that there was um, a mirror I'll have to find a picture. There was a mirror on the wall. So if they had used flash and the, the, the ball in question was so close to the mirror and it was so bright that if they had used flash, everything, mm-hmm. that there would have been the flash in the mirror, there would have been reflect. And there just wasn't, you know? So I'm like, well, that's, that's probably something, you know? I mean, if you're not using flash, you cannot blatantly see that nothing else is illuminated. Yeah, that's I stopped using flash years ago. Yeah. Yeah, that's the only thing that was illuminated. Nothing else was lit up. Just that one little, and it was pretty good size too. So unless someone's using one of those apps to stick an orb somewhere, which <laughs> let's not even get started on photoshopped pictures. Well, yeah, Photoshop has been. Um, so you can get, um, and I have one on my phone here specifically for this reason. So um, you can get apps on your phone. Um, this one is the, um, oh, I can do every single one on my phone. I'm trying to get the actual specific name of it. Is there an about here that I can get that? Um, call investigator has the full name, but basically it's, it's in to take a look at the, um, the actual, uh, photo information, uh, that's on there. So you can, um, uh, within the within the file that the photo creates for digital, uh, of course, it's not going to work for anything that's uh, you know 35 millimeter or you know 
uh, Polaroid camera or whatever, um, but on digital ones. So it'll uh, ingrain within the file um, specific information like, you know, time of day that it was shot, the type of hardware. So it'll put the camera information and all that stuff. Um, if the file gets manipulated in Photoshop, you can act, you can tell that. Um, so all that information gets put into there. Um, so when you can get you know you can get an app for your phone that'll look at that if you if you want to do it on your phone you can get it for your computer or what have you. Um, so it's a, it's a useful tool when especially whenever somebody sends you a photo and says this is this and it's like hmm it's been photoshopped and some of them come across it's like no it's it's the raw file. It's like, okay, well it might it might be something then. So um, Adam Tillery says, honestly, loving the discussion, Mike and Shauna. I'm open to all forms of spirit communications, except for the Ouija board. That's some scary shit. <laughs> but um, do you use the apps, though? I don't, I don't know if Adam uses the apps. Better not. <laughs> um, I know he uses the spirit box, which is, you know, and obviously he sent us that uh, video that we played at the beginning. So... Um, Whoops. Um, who was it that said, I because I just accidentally scrolled right past it. Um, oh, Judy Wilson says, Mike, you need to make an app that we can use. Um, well, two things on that. For one, I'm not going to spend hours of my time uh, on that. When hours. I, exactly. <laughs> what are you talking yeah. about? What kind of hours do I have? <laughs> I took I took today off to work on um, the encounters with book because it was already supposed to be out. I wanted out before Halloween. I took today off to to work on it. Um, <laughs> took longer than I expected on the section that I was working on. I mean, basically, it's down to, you know, formatting. I had to, um, there was an interview that I had to transcribe, and that took a lot longer than I thought it was going to take to transcribe that interview. Um, cover art and, and stuff like that's what I'm down to. It's just, it takes time to do all that. I don't know how to do any of that stuff. It's, it's okay. Yeah, editing was done like weeks ago. Um, and I also had <clears throat> my own stories to oh, write. Oh, God, I need to do that tonight. <laughs> I had my own stories to write, and so, um, and that's what it came down to. And so we're trying to get that out. Um, plus, there's all, you know, the videos that, you know, we're trying to get out there to you guys to edit and everything. You know, that takes a lot of time to edit those videos. Um, you know, do that all myself. You know, um, it's a lot of work to do all that stuff. Um, I was bad. I went to training Zen today. You went to Zen today, which is all right. I had, I had And I had, well, and I had class today. So um, for any aspiring YouTubers out there, um, I know some of you know ones with some pretty decent channels watch this. Um, Tim Schmoyer's Video Labs course is awesome. So I'm going through Video Labs right now, which is pretty cool. So learn some stuff to help uh, make the channel a bit better for everybody. So it'd be cool. Um, so that takes time throughout the week. So it's just been a very busy month. <laughs> um, so. Um, so Dreamer Princess saying, I live in Oklahoma, so I love your haunted Oklahoma videos. Very cool. Very cool. Glad you like those videos. Um, I, I still get out there every once in a while. I will be back in Oklahoma in December for my son's college graduation. So another college graduate. I don't feel that damn old. He's going to be the second college graduate. Um, so Bree Jones, aren't the apps the same thing as Ouija? Nope. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> no. We had the whole discussion on the apps earlier. Um, 
the the apps are basically just um giving you simulated bullshit <laughs> it's a computer program it's a computer program is it's totally 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 freaking manipulated uh the ouija board is ouija whichever you want to say um i mean it's, it's i mean it's a board you're trying to communicate with a spirit I, I would relate a ouija board to an audio recorder if you're, you're trying to relate you know an analog instrument like a ouija board to something digital i would say Ouija board versus a recorder. Um, the app is just a entertainment purposes, purposes only. That, that's it. Just apps, no. 100%. No. 100%. 100% apps, no. I, I give a ghost box 1%. Um, there, you, there's that little bit there. but uh, If you use the app, we the app st- no. I still love you. But it's bullshit. Don't yeah, I mean, we, we love all you guys. You guys can do whatever you want on an investigation. I'm not going to use them. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm not, I'm I probably nobody even answered me either. Are you still going to use it, and are you still going to believe it? And even though tonight's show, as uh, from a programming standpoint, has told you how it actually works, you know, it's like nobody, nobody, nobody is an expert, right? It's like, well, but, no, there's but no we experts all aspire here. to learn, you know, more about certain subjects. So it's like, well, I didn't know this before, but now that I know this, <laughs> you know, what am I going to do with that knowledge? And am I still going to be like, oh, I got this on this app. It said this, so it must be true. I am hoping that nobody decided to use those because they saw them on TV. Because TV is also bullshit. It's network television. Stuff happens on demand all the time. The only thing that's sometimes true is some of the facts that they put out there are true. Uh, But even when you go and you do the actual research, which is open to everybody, and you find out... They might have lied about that, but people will still follow blindly these people on TV sometimes. And it just, it irks my soul. As my work daughter Cameron says, it irks my soul. Irks my soul, huh? Cameron, are you watching? (laughs) It's for entertainment purposes. That's what TV is all about. It's for entertainment purposes. It just, it makes me sad whenever people believe everything that these people say, like they're just sheep looking for a shepherd to lead them to wherever they say they want them to go. And I cannot stand that. It's so sad. I feel so sad. <laughs> Shay's saying, oh my God, it's after midnight. Yes, it's after midnight in the East. You know, I think we've got, I've done enough damage to the channel. Yeah. So yeah, I think we're going to have like two subscribers by the time we're done. Um, question from Zippy Davis is a good question. Um, when you say use the audio recorder wrong, do you mean by questions you ask? Because I was comparing, okay, you know, that, you know, people can use the uh, spirit board wrong. That's where they get into trouble. Where I use an audio recorder, I know how to use that. Um, there, the problem with the Ouija board, um, and you see like kids uh, getting in trouble with this thing, um, it's marketed as a game. The audio recorder isn't. It's marketed as a game. They're sitting there and they're, playing around with the planchette and moving it. They're all moving it around on their, on, you know, on their own, trying to scare the other person. That's what usually happens. Um, of course, they, they don't say the goodbye thing, you know, any of that. So, you know, they're quasi trying to communicate with the spirit. And then half the time they're trying to scare the other person and all that. But they do open up that channel with a spirit to come through and communicate with. Um, so that's how the Ouija board really gets kind of screwed up. I mean, I could 
do the same stupid stuff with an audio recorder. I guess if I really wanted to, I'm just more of a, I guess I'm an adult and know what the hell I'm doing. <laughs> I'm just, yes, you were asking questions into the audio recorder. Now I could, you know, get really disrespectful with some of the questions, be real goofy, stuff like that. Where now I've opened up a, um, you know, a channel to communicate with a spirit and I'm a dick, you know, I mean. <laughs> Don't investigate like an asshole. Don't investigate like an asshole, right. So, but be yeah. an educated asshole if you're going to be one. Be an educated asshole. Yeah. So that would be, you know, how you could use the audio recorder wrong. Yeah, it's kind of asking questions. It's a lot to do with your intention, you know. Um, you know, yeah. I'm intending to speak with spirits over this, but I'm also doing it in a very respectful way. You know, trying to get information and share some, you know, back and forth dialogue. Um, and there are people who really know how to use the, the spirit board in that way and are very good at it. Um, because of the fact that I, I do quite fine by my audio recorder and I know a lot of people have gotten into trouble with the Ouija board by not knowing how to use it correctly that I just stay away from it. You know, I, I don't need to use it because I'm doing quite fine with the audio recorder. So, yep. yeah. Yeah. Uh, but it was a good question. I like that one. Um, and we're going to have to wrap it up here pretty soon, guys. We've been going almost an hour and a half. Uh, Sharon Lane, when you finish an investigation, do you tell spirits not to follow you home? Yep. Absolutely. There have been some that have tried to sneak along and they just, nope, stay back there. Yep. yep. Yeah, it's hard sometimes, too, because there are some that I would be like, oh, my God, please come home with me. You know, I just... Unfortunately, I break the cardinal rule of investigating, which I always tell you not to get emotionally attached to anything, you know, or, or they, I've always heard, you know, people, oh my God, no, don't get, we never get, you know, I never get emotionally attached. I do sometimes, you know, they're people, they're people. And just like you can develop a relationship with a person that you see all the time, you can, you can do the same thing with a spirit. They become almost like, you know familiar energy like family some of them you know like Vandalia like God I wanted him to come home with me so bad you're, you're gonna you're gonna like Adam huh you're gonna like Adam why what do you do Evan what? being awesome <laughs> just all the time uh, from Adam Tillery and yes I know there's a couple of things further up but just it just scrolled all the way down so I see it here says uh, at Haunted Road Media, just the fundamentals, cameras, voice recorders, magnets, while dabbling in the SB7 spirit box, Ovilus 5, and my experiments. That's it. No apps used. <laughs> All right on, buddy. All right. Yeah, and um, yeah, I, mean, I wouldn't recommend them. I mean, if you want to hear some creepy noises and, you know, voices and, you know, that stuff that it generates, I mean, psh whatever that's, that's about all they're good for in my opinion yeah and they have cool names and stuff like that i've yeah. heard a couple of them that said like Ooh, that's kind of creepy but all it is is it's bullshit yeah. so, <laughs> i'm sorry uh, i promised i wouldn't say it's 100 percent bullshit to everything and i don't put 100 percent into much you know <laughs> when it comes to because 100% to me means it's just not open for discussion or any other opinions. Right. But. But. I will say that about the apps. So last question or two is as people are bailing out. Tom McNicholas already bailed out and some other people have been. Um, from Shay, when you both, when are both of you coming to New England? Because I was there on my own back in um, July. 
Um, because it's Ocean State Paragon. Yeah, Jake, give her, give her a week off or something. Pay off or something yeah. like that for travel. That would you know. be fantastic. You know, it all comes down to the fact that I I have Tuesday nights off for this, and I have uh, Saturday nights open so that we can actually film or investigate and stuff like that. <laughs> and then the rest of the time I work. So Bree Jones, TV is to create drama. Can't create drama without bullshit. <laughs> it's <laughs> uh, awesome Ooh. Greg Rinkin says no damage to the channel okay very <laughs> cool yeah I opened this up with yeah and this otherwise known as the video that <laughs> that uh, what half of our uh, we're gonna use half, yeah, of, our half of our viewers leave or whatever the hell it is I said, I'm getting tired concern you know because like I said we we have friends that use yeah. ghost boxes and apps. And, you know, I, I, I was kind of concerned, you know, like, were they she going to She didn't want to talk, personally? like, at all. She actually um, like, debated like, on... sit here or just not come. Yeah, I'm she was debating on anything. not showing up at all for the you show. Know. I mean, we try to always be a positive influence on this yeah. channel and have stuff that is informative and true. And true. You know, so it may look cool on TV, but there's some history, some truth behind it. And it's probably not what TV showed you. We're all about telling the truth on the channel. Yeah. And I think, I mean, we, we've talked about, you've, you've said it before that you're the dark to my light and I'm the light to your dark. Um, you know, you're, you're just like straight up, this is the way it is. It's hardcore. I'm a little, I'm a little bit more diplomatic. I mean, I'm going to tell you what I feel. I'm going to tell you, you know. Um, I'm going to give you an honest answer, but I am a little, <laughs> a little more diplomatic about it. I don't know if it. Jake's watching or not, uh, but there's a reason why I'm the scary one at work. It's and I'm the real. Well, he and, introduced you on that goldenrod video when you guys were having the ceremony as the goldenrod's resident scary person. <laughs> you do not want to be alone with me in the dark and piss me oh off. Oh my God, that's funny. You know, I, I so. just... Yeah, I'm the one that handles most of the disputes with customers at work because I'm just like, look, you know, it's like I tell the other people who work with me, you have to put your foot down sometimes. Truth hurts yeah. sometimes, but you got to say it anyway. And the yeah. truth is that apps are bullshit, and we told you why, and there you go. There you There's go. There's the truth, and I there put it go. out there, and I'm not sorry. <laughs> there but you I go. still love the people that use them. I'm just well, yeah. curious we love as to you why you're still going to use a map for this and We're what just... you're going to do with the information that you've been given. So that's what I want to know. Eventually, I want somebody that uses an app to answer me that question. Did it change your mind? And Sharon Lane says, stop in Guthrie and go back to Oklahoma. I love Guthrie. I've I have got to get you to Guthrie. Oh, my God. I mean, it's it's fantastic, fantastic historic area. It's like everything down there is haunted. i got to get you to the Stone Lion Inn. You'll love that. I mean, you love the Cheney Mansion. You will, I love Cheney. You will love the Stone Lion Inn. Mm. Oh, it's fantastic. And that's how Sharon found us was through the Stone Lion Inn video. Um, so, um, yeah, Diane Hill, but very, very tired. So, yeah, let's go ahead and, and wrap it up. I know I'm starting to lose it. My voice has been uh, going forever. And so, yeah. So, I mean, that was, we were trying to get, yes, we, I mean, we are trying to be constructive about, we don't like these devices we don't use them here's the reason why since it always comes up from time to time in our videos um i mean it, we know plenty of you who use them and we, we love you guys and we, we 
but this is why we don't use them on investigations. Yeah, so. yeah. So say Ghostbusters. All I'm asking is that you own up to the fact that probably the majority of it is going to be radio feedback of some kind. Yeah. That's all I'm asking because you know it's true. Whether you want to believe it's true or not, you know it's true. Deep down, just that's all I care about. I just want to know that you know. Haglin saying, you go, girl. That's right. <laughs> that's me. I'm not so, oh my God. Wow. Good call, Sharon. Uh, Sharon says, uh, great show. Thanks, Mike and Shauna. Shauna, you look like Allie McGraw in Love Story with your cute hat. Yeah, let's hope that she doesn't end up like Allie McGraw in that movie. <laughs> Holy shit. That would really suck. I've never seen that movie. Oh, it's a it's beautiful, beautiful love story with a sad ending. Is that that, that where do I begin song? Which is why it's called the, Love the theme Story. Song. Yeah. Yeah. I know the music though. When I was a kid, my mom would pop that on whenever it was ever whenever it was on TV. She'd have a good cry and you know. <laughs> uh, okay, so let's get to um, okay, so super chat, super chat, superstar Tom McNicholas saying good show, and that was before he bailed out for the evening, which I get it, it's late. I didn't, I did not want to go an hour and a half tonight. We've been going longer and longer, and we had a two-hour show the other week. Um, no interruptions with this either because we weren't, we weren't drinking using, using Skype. Skype. So I saw Sean Gilmore had some suggestions in there earlier. I've been using Zoom for class, so I'm probably going to look into Zoom. Um, we're going to look into some other options here because that hasn't been working for Edge of the Rabbit Hole. Let's see if this house in Frontier can handle it. Yeah. Um, Tim Schoen, yeah, you're, you're getting your shout out. It, it wasn't that I left you out, Tim. They ha this happened to a number of people. So because of the delay in the end of the show and the feed that we were sending it, um, YouTube cut off the end of the video. We actually weren't done with the shout outs. So like Pamela Rainey said something about it. And there's some others there that were at the end of that show that they didn't get to hear their shout out because um, it was cut off by then. So, um, all right. So, um, uh, Candy Orton, thank you for uh, handling the, the questions in the chat. Um, our honor, honorary Cheshire cat for the evening. So, and... You know, Candy, if you're interested in a Cheshire cat job, let us know. <laughs> yeah. Candy does a lot of a lot of great things to help support us and uh, promote the the channel and all of our stuff and sharing everything out. And um, she's awesome. So thank you very much, Candy. Um, all right. So see, so we've got Sean Oldsmith down there. Uh, Sharon Lane, thank you uh, for joining us again. Uh, a lot of great questions down there tonight, guys. There's Greg Grinkin. Thank you very much. Um, Tim Schoen. There you go. Um, Zippy Davis, one of our Deep Down the Rabbit Hole Patreon patrons. So, Deep Down the Rabbit Hole Patreon patrons, check out our Patreon stuff. We just posted a new Q&A video. Um, so, Tom McNicholas, B3 Aerospace, Zippy Davis, BD Flint, Pamela Queen, Andrew Cox, and Joe Chandler. Thank you very much. Really do appreciate it. Seriously, we really do. Pungai fungi. <laughs> Thank you very much. Um, trying to, what is this? She's trying to, to pro, she's trying to poke the fire down here. Ghost Adventures is for real. <laughs> the hell? What? What? Are what? You, what are you smoking? That is not real. That is smoking. <laughs> Ghost Adventures is nothing but a bunch of bullshit. Yeah, but the places they visit are cool. The places they visit are freaking awesome. And I'm sure the awesome, history, so, yeah. whenever they give the facts, is really cool. When they're not lying and create shit, who's ever responsible for that? And I'm not even. That's a whole other show right yeah. there. 
So uh, the Hagland, great show and discussion. Thank you. Appreciate that. Uh, Reed Jones, you have a great night. Uh, Judy Wilson says, thank you, Mike and Shauna. As always, great show and good night. Good night to you as well. So there's Shay Carroll. Thank you very much, Shay. I'm going to be on Shay's uh, show November 2nd. So be sure to give that a listen. And uh, oh, and a, another final shout out for uh, Chuck Banks's event uh, this coming uh, Saturday. So be sure to, uh, if you're in that area, uh, go to it. Uh, there's Sean Gilmore saying good night. Uh, Sean Gilmore, you have a good one, buddy. So Sean Gilmore was also just on uh, Paranormal Quest, uh, their show on there. So uh, check out his interview. It's pretty good. We ought to get Sean on here sometime. So, uh, we, And we have, actually. We had him on Inside the Upside Down on this show, uh, the Shadow Person episode. Mm-hmm. Um, that was last year, though. So... Um, so yeah, I know a lot of people were bailing out. So uh, Haunted Road Media's Fairy Queen, Diane Hilbert. Thank you very much. Um, beat, there's Beat 3 Airspace. And uh, gotta go getting numb. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know, I know. Uh, Lori B.E., stick to your guns. It's either Lori B.E. or Lori B. So um, stick to your guns. Cool. Well, thanks for watching us tonight. Appreciate that. Um there's a Spike Deagle. Um, yeah, the Ghost Finder apps are crap for investigations. Yes, they are. Um, uh, it says, that being said, I use Echovox for some EVP work. I would say refer to earlier in the show. Um, Nichelle Thompson is in the house. Thank you, Nichelle. I'm getting tired. Sorry, guys. <laughs> I'm trying here. Uh, and I've got a lot more uh, work to do on the book. So uh, there's Adam Tillery. Cool. Um, no apps used. Good to see you, Adam. Uh, he's had a, he put in a lot of great artwork for the upcoming Encounters book. So um, that'll be out soon. Debizme08 uh, says, I will never use an app now that I know. All right. That's awesome. I mean, if you want to use it just because it breaks up the boring monotony that sometimes paranormal <laughs> investigations have, I wouldn't even do that. It wouldn't be a waste of time, but okay. It is a waste of time. But exactly. But it's right. for entertainment personally. If you're at least honest about why you're using it, fine. All right. And I think I'm going to scroll back down to the bottom. Uh, Dreamer Princess. That's the one that said uh, lived in Oklahoma and loved the Oklahoma videos. So we've gone up a ways. All right. Scroll it back down. Anybody else? Um, Sean says, thank you, Mike. It'd be honored to come on anytime. Cool. Um, so let me see what our next open date is. We'll just do we'll do this right now since we're thinking about it. <laughs> All right. So and if we lose the feed before um, you give me an answer, uh, are you open November 20th? It's the Tuesday before Thanksgiving. Let me know. <laughs> All right. So I think we're going to... There's, there's Tom McNicholas popping in with a good night at the very end here. Okay. Oh, Judy Wilson, what's next week's topic? Next week. Okay, next week is cool because it's the... Uh, I just got live enough for a second here. So it is the day before Halloween. Last year, we did a special Halloween episode on Halloween, all that. So cool stuff going on next week because we're going to have... Um, this weekend, we're filming for... 
but actually be releasing on next Wednesday our uh, special Halloween, because next Wednesday is Halloween, our special Halloween investigation video. The day before is for our Edge of the Rabbit Hole and inside the upside down it's gonna be a whole it's gonna be witchy shit night yeah. <laughs> um so yeah so with uh, it's gonna be me shauna vanessa for um edge of the rabbit hole a special witchy shit episode and then for inside the upside down we're gonna take a break from the y series and do a, a special episode on um different witches throughout history so yeah it'll be cool so awesome. that's our that's our Halloween special for um, for this year. So there you go. And Bree Jones saying, yay, witchy shit. Hey, so if you have a shirt from Ponder Media that says I'm into witchy shit, better be representing. Yep. So um, and Punk Eye Fungi, avoid the sin of penguin lust. She's still on the penguins. She's like my sister. And my, my, actually not just my sister, my whole freaking family for years would not get off the whole penguin thing. I got penguin shit for Christmas and my birthday for, for like 20 years. They finally slowed down here over like maybe, you know, the last few years, but forever I was getting penguin shit all the time. It's, it's, penguins are a thing. They're a thing. I do have a lot of penguin stuff, actually. (laughs) Well, and then... It's been part of my, and I still use Linux a lot. The the mascot of the Linux operating system is Tux the Penguin. And so, becoming, I mean, um, what, partway through my career, like a Linux guru type of guy for a while that was like just fit because I was getting all this penguin stuff from my family for Christmas. I'd go to work and I'd put the penguin stuff up in my cubicle. You know, it was ridiculous. In any case, I think that's enough. <laughs> we need to go. I got a book to work on. We got tea to drink. Oh, peppermint bark peppermint tea bark from tea. Republic of Tea. Yes, great stuff. Look um, yeah, Sean Oldsmith, keep up, keep up the good work. Go to sleep before you drool on the mic. Awesome <laughs> idea. Someone get me and Tim Schoen get Mike a mug of Haunted Road Rose. I probably shouldn't have some until the morning. Otherwise, no. I'm going to be twitching in bed all night. <laughs> Don't. <laughs> Don't. All right, everybody. Have a great night. We will see you next week. And, um, of course, you'll get the Friday Night Ghost Rights on uh, Friday. So, be on the lookout for that as well. Till next time.